0: This is Scott Vanderplu and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index, Episode 31. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this adventure of all things AE, taking the written word or the displayed word from the AEindex.org website and discussing it this time around we have a bunch of reviews i think last time there was a dearth of reviews and now we've got three up on the site this month with finally a book release i mean it's been uh it's been january since january but we finally got a book release we'll talk about that we'll talk about the solicits i got a new solicit this month um Got the monthly sales, like I said, and we have our monthly poll. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the poll. Let's go to that. Um, this month again, uh, we've been lucky every month. Uh, David Jacoy has been providing the polls for us each month, and he's been giving me the links for the art as well from Heritage. I've been thankful for that. So every month we have uh, we have a question about just a who would who who of this category would you like to see an artist edition or an AE format book? Uh, this time around it was Batman in the 80s and it was, um, here's the question that was provided, some of the most inventive and creative forces in comics were working on the golden age adventure comic strips. Hmm, I messed that up. But who among them deserves an AE format book? Yeah, you know what, I copied that from last month and then I left it the whole month. That's terrible, I need to go in and edit that. All right. Here's the other. It also said the cape crusader has largely been ignored by e. format books, a fan favorite era of Batman was the seventies and eighties, where some of the greatest artists of that time were working on DC's flagship character. Which one would you choose? So we had Neil Adams, Jim Aparo, Norm Brayfogle, Gene Colan, and Marshall Rogers. Uh, again, I didn't provide this poll. I uh, I don't like any of these characters, uh, these creators on Batman. The eighties. Batman run was not one I enjoyed outside of uh, Dark Knight I didn't get into this Norm Brayfogle I did enjoy and uh, looking at this artwork though yeah this is not the poll for me but poll ends tonight and uh, leading the poll is Neil Adams followed by Norm Brayfogle, Jim Aparo Marshall Rogers and Gene Colan taking up the rear. I, I voted for Gene Colan I didn't like really any of the options but ta Colin deserves a a mention. I thought the artwork wasn't bad. Wow. Got to, you know, when you cut and paste, you really got to do more better editing there. That's, uh, I will definitely do that when this is over. All right. Turning to shipping changes. We had uh, two shipping changes this month. So Walter Simonson's Star Wars Artist Edition, which was solicited a couple months ago was scheduled for July 24th. That is moved to July 31st. That is now the same date as Spawn Vault Edition Volume 2. The other change, sadly, was the best of Vampirella Magazine Art Edition. Moved to October 30th now. Now let's scroll down. This was originally solicited for September 2016. So now a full three years, one month past solicitation date. Wow, how does that happen? Why don't they just give up? I don't know. That is just a brutal. Alright, that's the chipping changes. That's short and sweet for sure. Let's talk about those solicits. One solicit this month. Pretty exciting. Let me read you the blurb. John Byrne's Marvel Classics Artifact Edition. John Byrne is one of the true superstars of Marvel Comics. His legendary runs on the X-Men and Fantastic Four are just two of the highlights of his illustrious and storied career and have each received the award-winning artist edition treatment now we continue to present john byrne at his finest in an artifact edition that features his work on marvel team up captain america the avengers iron fist and more as you have come to expect from artist edition style books, each page is tracked down and scanned from the original art, or art. Perusing this book will be like opening a portal in time and visiting John Byrne in his studio as he painstakingly draws some of his most well-remembered stories all in one beautiful book. A solicitation for October 30th. 12 by 17, standard modern size, 168 pages, 125 US. Um, the online link for ordering, if you want to pre-order that from Things from Another World is online. I hesitated there because it said his legendary runs on the X-Men and fantastic four, are just to the highlights of his illustrious story career and have each received the award-winning artist edition treatment. Fantastic four had an artist edition. The X-Men was an artifact edition. So, oh, so blurb task there on IDW's part. Um, as I have been able to do sometimes I do get a, I get a digital copy of previews. I think it's available for most people. So I like to copy and paste the page out of previews and post it into my solicitations. Of course, that normally takes a week, so my, list is, my solicitation page gets an update, one or two updates after uh, the initial. Because um, Diamond posts the stuff on Friday morning. Now at six AM Eastern, used to be Wednesday, and then the following Wednesday is when the previews comes out. So there's that time in between. Um, online retailers don't post solicitations for stuff until the Diamond previews is the pump the print of previews is released oh, excuse me so I don't get the uh, those links either until the print volumes out so that's when I update the site all right those are the solicitations another is something interesting no sales numbers again because um, there were no artist edition format books since January we have one this month so we will have we will have sales numbers next month which is nice Let's talk about how to print monthly sales. Uh, a few additions this month to the chart, but let's talk about what had numbers. Alien, the illustrated story, of the original art edition, one copy sold for eighty bucks. Bernie writes an artifact edition. This is the first print. Two copies sold, an average of one forty-two seventy-five. One copy of Best VC Comics Volume One Artist Edition for one forty-nine forty-two. One copy of Bill Sienkiewicz's Mutants and Moon Knights and Assassin's Artifact Edition for $142. There's a bump. Three copies of Dave Gibbons' Watchman Artifact Edition uh, for $82.25 is the average. That's a new addition to the list this month. One copy of David Mazzuchelli's General Burning and Artist Edition, 175 Always a moneymaker if you can uh, get, get a, your hands on some cheap copies of that. Frank Cho's Savage Wolverine Artist Edition. One copy, 80 bucks. Wow. Deal-o-rama. One copy of Go Kane's The Amazing Spider-Man Artist Edition, one twenty-five. That's a bit of a bump of cover there. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories Artist Edition, $89. Wow. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four Artist Edition for $87.50 average. That was the uh, 12x17 one. No copies of the 15x22 one sold. Two copies of Jim Lee, DC Legends Artifact Edition for $109.74 average. Two copies of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic Artifact Edition, averaging $92.62, so there's a below cover. One copy of Joe Kubrick's Tarzan of the Apes Artist Edition for $70. Another edition, new edition this month. One copy of John Buscema's Silver Surfer Artist Edition for $70. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four Edition for $61. I don't know if you're seeing a pattern here like I am, but man, books are going cheap on eBay. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cup Gallery Edition, $73.38. One copy of Mike McNoll's *Hellboy and Hell* and other stories, of artist edition, first print for 7105 One copy of Ross Andrews' *The Amazing Spider-Man*, artist edition, for one thirty-five fifteen. There's a quite a bump over cover there. Eh, not too bad, but surprising to see that up here. Sergio Aragona's *Grew the Wander*, artist edition, three copies, eighty-five seventy-four average. One copy of Spawn Vault edition, one sixty-five. It's so a little bit undercover. One copy of Stranko Nick Fury Agent of Shield artist edition, fifty-nine ninety-nine. Like fire sale there. One copy of Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Stories Gallery Edition for $60. One copy of Wally Woods EC Stories Artist Edition 2nd print, two ninety nine. dollars This is the anomaly of the month. I don't know what's going on. Why is this? Somebody bought this for $300 second print. One copy of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition 1st print sold for $79.99. Two copies of Walter Simonson's Thor Artist Edition 2nd print sold for an average of $73.94. One copy of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition sold for $107.95. So, some interesting things there um, for May sales of eBay is low volumes and low prices. Wow, there were some deals to be had. And then that crazy anomaly of the $300 um, second printing of Wally Wood. That is, I don't know what's going on there. All right, I should. Uh, got the re- three reviews next to talk about, but I should take a pause there. And I realized I didn't give my normal intro there where I say that uh, everything's coming at you from uh, aeindex.org. We're also on Facebook, Facebook slash artist edition index, and we're on Twitter at aeindex. You can email me, scott at aeindex.org. I like to answer any questions that people provide and uh this site in the podcast is uh, paid for in part by patreon so you can be a patron of the site uh minimum is a dollar so if you feel more generous uh, whatever you'd like it's a monthly uh occurrence so if you think what i provide has value to the uh to you as a reader as a collector then twelve dollars a month twelve dollars a year i'm sorry a dollar a month seems like a good investment as well all the links on the site are affiliate links and I get a few dollars for all that so if you are going to buy a book and you see that it's available from somewhere linked from my reviews or from the artist edition index page and you can do that things from another world Amazon then please do so it's greatly appreciated and it helps the costs of the site which are if, in case you're wondering it's the hosting of the site and purchasing all the books I have yet to receive a review copy of any of these. I'm always open to it, but uh, it hasn't happened yet. So if that's a possibility, then uh, that'll happen. But until then, it won't. All right, let's look at our reviews this month. We are flying along here. I don't know what the hectic pace is that I'm um, keeping here, but uh, three reviews. I'll start with the first one, the Absolute Sandman Overture. This is one of those books that has art in it, and I feel like I should review it, and there's a reason for that, and let me get to it. I'll give you the blurb first. Neil Gaiman's legendary series is back in DC's Absolute Edition format. From the birth of a galaxy to the moment that Morpheus is captured, the Sandman overture features cameo appearances by fan-favorite characters, such as the Corinthian, Merv Pumpkinhead, and, of course, the Dream King's siblings. Death, desire, despair, delirium, destruction, and destiny. This volume collects the Sandman Overture 1-6 in its entirety, together with a special presentation of the whole story's original uncolored art by J.H. Williams III, plus bonus material and a new cover by Williams. And it's that um, that it's reviewed here. Uh, A special presentation of the whole story's original uncolored art. So you get the first six issues collected, and then you flip the page, and it says, The Sandman Overture, the Artist's Edition. Faced with the daunting task of bringing four-color life to Neil Gaiman's long-awaited return to the dreaming, artist J.H. Williams III drew upon decades of hard-won comics and illustration experience to craft a tour de force of graphic narrative that could match the epic scope and phantasmagoric nature of Gaiman's galaxy-spanning saga. To highlight this achievement, the following section reproduces, from high-resolution scans provided by the artist, every page of Williams' painted artwork, for the series as it originally appeared before the addition of honor coloring and digital effects so we know that DC through graffiti designs has a gallery edition of this work coming up there are samples of that you can check the pages and then we have this that says um, it's original artwork and um, if you go to the site check it out look at the review and you'll see no no this isn't presentation original artwork this is artwork that's almost ready for printing. They're going to add a few digital effects. Uh, they, you know, it's going to get spit and polish, and then it's being printed. This is not an artist edition, and as I said in the review, I take umbrage with that term. Um, I hold the term artist edition or artist edition format book close to my heart because that's sort of my focus and area of interest. I run a website about it, and this is this ain't no artist edition. Let's leave it at that. Go to the site, check out the pictures, while well, worth your time. Alright, let's get to the AE format release of June 2019. So as I said, the last one was January with Jim Lee. This is Berkeley Breathe's Bloom County Artist Edition. Let me give you the blurb. The Pulitzer Prize-winning creator of one of the most cherished and fondly remembered comic strips of all time showcases his art in this deluxe, oversized edition. You've read all the strips, now see the art. This artist edition features an incredible selection of daily and Sunday comic strips, as well as selection of sketchbook pages and drawings, published here for the very first time, each and every one scanned from the original art. The dailies are presented at the actual size drawn, and the Sundays have been slightly reduced but are still bigger and more beautiful than they have ever been presented before. This is the ultimate Bloom County collection by the inimitable Berkeley Breathed. Released on June 12th, 20 inches by 14 inches 144 pages and it's $150. 12 by 17 is i and is IDW's pri- uh, priced at 125. Something larger than 12 by 17, so this 14 by 20, 15 by 20, 15 by 22, it's $150. So IDW has those two price brackets. Um, based on that, uh, artist editions can comp- contain complete stories. Artifact editions contain uh, samples of pages. The last newspaper strip from IDW Collection was the Charles Schultz Peanuts. And that was labeled as an artist edition as well. And it didn't c- contain complete stories. They're, it's sort of gag a day. And even this that has um, a series of well i don't know if it's i guess if it's got a series of strips as a story then is that a, the collected story and that was what makes an artist edition ah uh, sure let's go with it um it's a nice very nice book i'm always thankful for a newspaper strips i'm a big fan and this is great to have um designed by serban or serbco again i think it's serban crostescu i don't know if he's is he trying to drum up business is that we doesn't go by his name anymore he just uses his company I'm not sure I've contacted him through Twitter it's the only way I could find him and he hasn't replied to me so it would be interesting to know what the deal with that is but I love the color scheme he's using here on the design it's just it's solid layouts really strong in this book you know two strips a page and then we got the Sundays um, one per page the size of the artwork is great. Uh, you can see Berkeley breathe uh, the whiteouts. He did he like he did pencil blue lines, so his um, dialogue would be straight, which is nice. There's Some pay stops, some zip tone, just a very nice presentation of original artwork in this book. Nothing, you know, you, you like to see the process, right? And this uh, breathed has got the uh, got the process here. Um, the back section is sketchbooks. And it's, it's interesting, it's, it's called Berkeley Breed's Bloom County Sketchbooks. And they are just pages of him doing lots of sketches. And they, they are gorgeous. I just, I can't believe the detail put into these pieces. Um, just a, outstanding. Just a really solid package. What interests me about this is this is the second um, newspaper strip collection. I've asked Scott Dunbeer about strip collections before, and he's always said sales were too low or they'd be expected too low. So I don't know if that means they went with Peanuts. It didn't do well, so they weren't going to do any more. But then you've got Berkeley Breathed here. And I know that there's a connection between Dunbeer and Breathed because all his... IDW's done the entire collection of all of... uh, It feels like his entire collection of everything he's done. So there's that connection and the reason to do this book. But I would say there were many, 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 many other... Newspaper strips that would have sold better than this book now. I brought that up on the forums um, Which is linked from the site and everybody said oh no, this is you know modern strip very popular and um, I'm just basing it on uh, my review This is the lowest interest review. I have posted on the site. I mean any other book has gotten better links better clicks sorry to the link than this review I don't know why it's done so abysmally and I thought oh, maybe it's just the time period but then I did the next review and um, it's already gotten it got more hits in its first week than this review has gotten in three weeks I don't really understand it I would really hope with IDW's connection to Library of American Comics I think the rights are available then to print this stuff but there are so many incredible strips I would love to see in the artist edition format I mean rip kirby any of them the raymond or the prentice or you know i'm just looking at my bookshelf secret agent corrigan al williamson you know alex raymond's flash gordon i think we'd all love to see that my goodness wouldn't that be astounding any of the terry and the pirates or steve canyon and there's just so many things that i'd love to see original art collections of not to take away from this book because it's an excellent package it's well done but please don't let this book sales determine future newspaper strip collections of original art please scott demir if you're listening keep going all right those are the two reviews i've done this month let's look at the third review which is hombre sur tombstone edition noir et blanc this is in case you haven't uh, know that this is a french book from dargode i think that's how you pronounce it this is the second uh, Jean Giraud or mobius as he's known outside of uh when he does this fantasy science fiction not when he does blueberry this is the second blueberry volume of original art from Jargo i did the uh mr blueberry i did a while ago i have all five volumes that have been released i just a pretty really delay between reviewing one and two um, it's all in french I use Google Translate and um, my editing skills to try and get this up to a, a place where it's edited and ready and um, legible in English. There's two things: there's the blurb from their dargo's website, and um, the on the uh, colophon page. There's a there's a blurb too. So let me give you the let me give you the blurb here. A professional player shot in the back announces the special edition of Tombstone Epitaph. Nothing but mundane with one detail. The player is called Blueberry, a real celebrity, according to Fat Campbell, a Boston journalist. But with three bolts in his body, Blueberry is not dead. And as soon as he opens an eye, Campbell rushes to his bedside to collect his memoirs. It doesn't start well. The first feat of the Hero of the West is to take a bit, wallowing in the mud with the pigs. Meanwhile... Strawfield celebrates with fanfare the departure for Tombstone of his silver convoy with the Clantons and with the Clantons set to attack disguised as Apaches, and while Geronimo's shadow lurks in the hills, the drama is set. It will lead to the famous massacre of the OK Corral. Shadows on Tombstone, which was the subject of a summer pre-publication in Le Monde, is built on a challenge. The hero, taped to a game table, and Mr. Blueberry spends this episode nailed to a bed. This does not prevent Gérard, along with all, alone at the helm since the disappearance of Jean-Michel Charlier to lead the action as a virtuoso with his tribe of irresistible characters and his usual dose of humor. As for the drawing, it lives up to the master's reputation right down to every corner of the decor, from Ma Clanton's charming little interior to the hero's bed. Mr. Blueberry's sweet shadows on tombstone oh God, interesting is a masterpiece in which the talent of the immense Jean Giraud explodes on every page. This album is at the same time a rereading in the form of a black novel of the famous duel of OK Corral, a virtuoso questioning of creation and legend, and above all, a Western twilight imagined by a creator sure of his art. Every band and enthusiast must own this very large black and white edition. As you can see, I stumbled with my semi translation there. All right, this is a 12 by 16, so it's almost original art, 48 pages, it's 20 euros. So I don't know what that is, like 20, 24 U.S., something like that, 30 Canadian? Because the Canadian exchange rate stinks and just continues to stink. Um, let me give you the blurb on the Colfin page. This black and white edition of Shadows on Tombstone uses the original boards of Jean Giraud. They were completely rescanned so that the maximum details, fineness of the features, grays, densities of the hues of black, precision of the backgrounds, and the few corrections of the author could be seen. This 30 by 40 centimeter format, larger than the classic publication format, will help you find some of the incredible feeling that comes from viewing the origins of one of the greatest artists of band A. This, uh, this is a great book. Um, keep Cost Down, it's a glued binding. It's soft cover. You can smooth the pages out. I smoothed the uh, I smoothed it out, it lays flat. Uh, it does a nice job I don't uh, some of the page I don't know how long the glue binding will last if you continuously smooth it out like that but uh, I smoothed it out for reading and for f- photographing and it worked just fine and the artwork is awesome so based on how it appears we've got the art boards but then it looks like the uh, Dargo did a white an off slightly off white border around the art so you've got You've got a couple of things, little details that look like they're cut out. So I don't think these are the full boards that Giraud did. So we don't see any margin notes as an example, but we get the art. You know, it's interesting. Girode, there's a lot of corrections, a lot of paste-ins, um, white-out, and uh, it really comes through here. Just, uh, just a beautiful book. And as well to see the, um, they do enlargements of panels in the book. I don't know why for pacing maybe. Um, there's not really chapters but there's four breaks in the book where we get panel enlargements and they're just some the, some of the ones they picked this time are gorgeous so you can see the corrections even larger than what you uh what you see on the page there and uh just the formatting this is really really wonderful i mean sure i'd love this in english if i could um not available uh there's you know that mobus library from dark horse is going along but man, these books is five in total. Um, there were, uh, this one's hard to find as well. The first two are hard to get. The last three are easier. You can order them online, amazon.ca for North Americans and then uh, amazon.france, um, for Europeans, get them there. The last three are cover price. So I'm going to be reviewing those as well, but this is just a gorgeous book. And as I said, the, the hits on this just this week have already surpassed the, um, Berkeley believes Broom Clowning, which is sad. But I'm glad to have some reviews up this time. I have books like this um, where I have to get to them. Books where they're not full-size original art, where they're not in the, I'd say, the artist edition format, but they fit in this genre of original art being presented. Um, I really want to do the Gary Gianni Hellboy at Sea still. I've got that sitting here, and I've got these other three. Uh, Giraud. you know it's interesting in the uh, in the blurb there they state the disappearance of uh, Jean-Michel Charlier but yet he's credited on the cover so I guess maybe because uh, he helped create the character maybe that's why I don't know yeah that's uh man like I said I got some sort of breakneck pace here this month I got uh, I got a few minutes left here I got three minutes left um didn't have a f- focus this month per se. I was on vacation for a week in June, and then I was excited to see these books. And I've got to get back to it. I've got some things on the drawing board that I still have not got to. I've mentioned them a few times here. Uh, The write-up about the Artist Edition Portfolio line. I really want to get back to that. My comparison of digital to print. I've got some, I've got a Dynamite, um, Frank Thorne book digitally. Um, high resolution through Isneo that I want to compare to the print version, which I've already started doing. And uh, yeah, I want to get that that up as well. And then, of course, the maintenance of the of the website and keeping things up to date and fresh. This podcast, um, you know, I, I I say this every podcast or every other podcast, but I I, I wallow and waffle. Should I keep doing this? I mean, I think I've got about 110 on average listeners every month. And I appreciate that. That's a great number. Um, two and a half years in, uh, fan base is not enlarging, but then is the fan base for artist editions enlarging? I look at my stats every month and I have to say that, uh, I think it's a pretty well, a solid group, not really going up. um, I don't know, 300 hits a day. That's, I don't know how many people I'm averaging that is, but I don't know, 100 and something a day. I get a lot of searches, so I'm thankful for that. People always discovering these books. There's well over 100 now. So I think there's that constant upkeep uh, of people discovering and enjoying what's available. But that wraps it up for this month. Thanks for joining me, and uh, well, we'll keep going. Again, uh, all this can be found at aeindex.org. I write about it as it comes out. No, no really set schedule. Just as things happen, I do it. Um, also, i available on Twitter at aeindex and on Facebook slash Artist Edition Index. Please continue to support me and the site. It's a one-man band here, and I appreciate everybody, especially my patrons who support the site and all those who use the affiliate links. It's greatly appreciated. Keeps me in, uh, keeps me in book money, so that I can keep buying these books. So thank you very much, and we'll talk again next month.